Wednesday, May the 27th, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist. Coming up, she rattles his sabre and Costa Rica legalises same-sex marriage. First, the world in brief. Xi Jinping urged military officers to boost readiness for armed combat. While speaking on the sidelines of the National People's Congress in Beijing, the Chinese president said the COVID-19 pandemic has had a profound impact on the country's security and development. Last week, the government proposed to the Congress that this year's increase in military spending should be 6.6%, down from 7.5% last year. The Chinese city of Wuhan, where the coronavirus first appeared, finished testing 6.5 million people in 10 days. The campaign followed fears that COVID-19 had re-emerged after the city's lockdown in January seemed to have brought the disease under control. Officials claim that about 3 million tests had been carried out before the latest drive, in a city of about 11 million. Afghanistan's government released about 900 prisoners as part of a peace deal with the Taliban signed in February, under which foreign troops would leave the country. Despite the agreements, hostilities have continued. The announcement came as a three-day ceasefire marking the Muslim holiday of Eid al-Fitr was due to end. Costa Rica became the first Central American country to legalise same-sex marriage. A ruling from the Constitutional Court to lift the ban went into effect at midnight on Monday. Immediately afterwards, a lesbian couple were married on national TV by a notary in a face mask. Carlos Alvarado won the 2018 presidential election partly by campaigning to end the ban. Chile's LATAM Airlines, Latin America's biggest carrier, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. Avianca, Colombia's national airline, did likewise earlier this month. Airlines around the world have been clobbered as the coronavirus outbreak has restricted travel, grounded flights and put people off flying. Unlike American and European airlines, those in Latin America have not received bailouts. Warner Music Group said it intended to raise $1.8 billion through a share sale. The IPO, which is due to be priced on June 2nd, could well be the largest of 2020 so far. The world's third biggest record company had planned the IPO in March, but delayed it because of COVID-19. And Twitter made President Donald Trump the less-than-proud recipient of its first fact-check warning. Beneath a tweet of his warning that California's expansion of postal voting would result in fraud, the social media platform added an exclamation mark, linking to a page designating his claim as unsubstantiated, and inviting readers to dig deeper. Mr Trump decreed it as an assault on free speech. And now, here's today's agenda. Taking off. NASA's first manned flight since 2011. Ten years ago, Barack Obama announced a plan to rely on private companies for American trips to the International Space Station. Today, NASA is due to use a capsule built by SpaceX, the rocketry firm run by Elon Musk, to launch its first manned flight to the ISS since its space shuttle program ended in 2011. The partnership between NASA and SpaceX is an unlikely one. The agency's cautious nature contrasts that of the brash Mr. Musk. Yet over the past eight years, SpaceX has run 20 of NASA's 34 successful unmanned logistics trips to the ISS, becoming the main player in America's space industry. Mr. Musk is not the only billionaire seeking to dominate the industry. Last month, both SpaceX and Blue Origin, owned by Jeff Bezos, the boss of Amazon, won pieces of NASA's near $1 billion contract to develop a lander for the next mission to the moon. Contagion Nation. Reopening America. 
In many places, Memorial Day weekend looked almost normal. Crowds thronged newly accessible beaches, even as hotels in some places remained closed and restaurants were restricted to half capacity. Only three states, Illinois, New Jersey and Delaware, plus Washington DC, remained shut down, but even they have eased restrictions for some activities and businesses. And most reopening states have retained some social distancing and hygiene guidelines. Political fissures have reopened at the same time. COVID-19 has hit densely populated democratic-leaning areas, such as cities, particularly those where many citizens rely on public transport, harder than Republican ones. In Washington, which is among the worst affected cities, the Republican-led Senate has reconvened, while the Democratic-led House has not. President Donald Trump has been eager to get America back to normal, though that is unlikely in the short term. A few small noisy protests notwithstanding most Americans remain wary of full reopening, and are supportive of social distancing measures. A rush for the exit. Spain eases its lockdown. After 10 weeks under one of the world's strictest lockdowns, Spain is opening up again. Residents of Madrid and Barcelona can this week meet socially as well as patronise non-essential shops and cafe terraces. Under the complicated three-stage deconfinement plan of Pedro Sánchez, the socialist prime minister, much of the rest of the country is a step further on, with beaches and shopping centres opening. The relaxation reflects the virus's retreat. But the attempt by Mr Sanchez, who is haunted by its possible return, to micromanage deconfinement is foundering. As Spain's toxic politics resumes, he only narrowly won a parliamentary vote to extend until June 7th the state of emergency his plan requires. A further extension is now in doubt. The government is offering to accelerate deconfinement and give a greater say to the regions. It has little choice. Payment plans. The EU's recovery. Today, Ursula von der Leyen, the head of the European Commission, unveils proposals for the Union's seven-year budget and for a recovery fund that will direct cash to economies most in need of ginning up. With some European countries, e.g. Spain and Italy, more constrained by high public debt ratios than others, e.g. Germany and the Netherlands, many economists agree that a common EU response is needed. The Commission is likely to take inspiration from a Franco-German proposal for a fund of 500 billion euros, 550 billion dollars, financed by common borrowing, which will sit outside the EU's budget and make grants to places that have been hardest hit. Not all members are in favour of such redistribution though. Austria, Denmark, the Netherlands and Sweden prefer loans with strings attached to unconditional cash handouts. Whether and how the fund is implemented will depend on whether the frugal four can be won over at a council of leaders in June. Waiting for the global consumer. Thailand's economy. Thailand will release industrial production data for April today. The expected fall in factory output for what would be a 12th consecutive month would exemplify the enduring deindustrialization of Southeast Asia's second biggest economy. As a share of GDP, manufacturing peaked at 31% in 2010. Now it is probably 25%. The pandemic is hitting the country's trade and tourism-dependent economy hard. At least 7 million people are unemployed. The military-backed government has asked the 20 richest Thais, none of whom made their money in manufacturing, to help lift the economy. But there is little they can do. Only open borders will help consumer-dependent businesses. The former soldiers running Thailand have lifted the lockdown, but are keeping the borders closed until at least the end of June. The demand for Thai goods and for Thai holidays is not likely to return for a while. Finally, here's the quote of the day from Rachel Carson, who was born on this day in 1907.
a rainy day is the perfect time for a walk in the woods. That's it from The Economist Morning Briefing, available every weekday and on Saturdays. You can hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, by asking your smart speaker to play the latest Economist radio podcast. And if you enjoy our journalism, please consider taking out a subscription. You can go to economist.com forward slash voice offer to get 12 issues for $12.